Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A federal judge has denied the religious freedom defense of Kim Davis. This case is now set up eventually to go to the Supreme Court. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom to talk about this important case is Holly Mead. Well, this is U.S. District Judge David Bunning in Kentucky. He denied our motion for summary judgment, filed on behalf of the former Rowan County, Kentucky clerk, Kim Davis, and granted the motion for summary judgment filed by the various plaintiffs, Ermold versus Davis and Yates versus Davis. Uh, we represent Kim Davis, of course, and we have from the very beginning. You wouldn't know it by the order, Holly, that a large part of our defense was that she is entitled to a religious freedom accommodation under the First Amendment Free Exercise Clause and under the Kentucky Religious Freedom Restoration Act. The judge, in his order, relegated the First Amendment to a footnote and barely mentioned the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. So now this case really begs for a religious accommodation. And in fact, Holly, we'll talk about the background of the case in a minute, but mm -hmm. the fact is that this came down from the Supreme Court in June of 2015. It was in July of 2015 uh, that these individuals approached Kim Davis and they wanted to have her specifically issue a license for their same-sex marriage. They could have gone anywhere in Kentucky. She objected, and she wanted a religious accommodation. She had asked for that accommodation before the 2015 decision from the Supreme Court. She continued to request a religious accommodation after that decision, and the then-governor refused to grant any kind of religious accommodation, despite the fact that in Kentucky you can be accommodated by opting out of issuing a hunting license. So if you're a clerk in Kentucky and someone comes to you for a hunting license and you object to the killing of animals, you can be opted out of issuing that hunting license and therefore they can't force you to do so. If you have a conscience objection to issuing a hunting license, you're able to do so. She was asking for the same kind of thing under the Kentucky Religious Freedom Restoration Act and the First Amendment Free Exercise Clause to be accommodated from issuing marriage licenses for same-sex couples because in Kentucky, her name, authority, and title is affixed to that license as though she uh, is in full support and her religious convictions are to the contrary. Right. That was denied her. Then, in December... After the new governor took office, Republican Matt Bevin, one of the first acts of his governorship term was to grant Kim Davis a religious accommodation. In April of 2016, the legislature, bipartisan, Republicans and Democrats, unanimously passed a law signed by Governor Bevin to grant religious accommodation for all the clerks who object to same-sex marriage. So look at the timeline. She asked for a religious accommodation before June of 2015. She continued to ask for it after June of 2015. It wasn't until July, August that these people came to her 
asking for a same-sex marriage license. So assume that you have July, August, September, October, November. That's five months. By the time of December and thereafter, she gets a religious accommodation, first from the governor, then from the legislature. And so all clerks have this religious accommodation now. There's only five months in the history of Kentucky where there was no religious accommodation. Right, but they not only was trying to force her to do this, but she went to jail for six days because of her religious faith. Yeah, so our question and our request for relief from the very beginning is the same one that she had from the very beginning, even before this June 2015 case and thereafter, and that is grant a religious accommodation. Obviously, Kentucky can do so. Right. We know that. Why? Because... They grant conscientious accommodations to people who object to the hunting licenses. They've done that for a long time. Mm -hmm. It hasn't caused a problem in Kentucky because in Kentucky, you can go to any clerk. You can go to any county and get a hunting license or a marriage license. You don't have to go to the county in which you live. Any county is fine. But they specifically tar targeted Kim Davis because of her faith. They targeted her because of her faith, and the then governor would not grant a religious accommodation for her, although, remember, he granted a conscientious accommodation to his attorney general the year before mm. when the marriage amendment was challenged in court, and that attorney general says, I can't conscientiously defend it. He said, okay, I'll accommodate your conscientious objection, and I'll let... Uh, another firm that we're going to pay for and hire actually defend the case, and that's what happened. But he refused to help Kim Davis, and it's a five-month period. We know that they accommodated the attorney general the year before. We know that they've historically accommodated people that objected to licenses. We know that they've accommodated all the clerks, particularly Kim Davis, since December, so it's only a five-month period. We know they can do it. We know it doesn't hurt the system. We know the system still operates and you can uh, protect people's religious freedom. This judge, however, despite all of that, despite uh, the comments from the Supreme Court justices when we petitioned this before to the Supreme Court over a different issue, mm -hmm. uh, they said that the case was not ready for them to review yet on the free exercise because it hadn't been fully litigated, but it presents one of those questions that the court ought to address, they're telescoping the fact that there's a free exercise issue here, and the Supreme Court will likely be interested in this issue. But Judge Bunning ignored all that, and he ruled that Kim Davis was not entitled to any religious accommodation and that she would be personally liable, and therefore the case needs to now go to trial on the issue of whether these plaintiffs are entitled to damages, and if so, how much, against Kim Davis personally. And, you know, I just want to add, Kim has a strong faith in the Lord. She will not violate that. She is the kindest person. She hates no person. She even has friends that she's told me that are in homosexual relationships. But this violates her religious faith. But I think they've set her up as a pawn because... You know, once this hit the media, all of a sudden she was portrayed as this evil person who hates, 
you know, homosexual couples, which is not true at all, but she will not violate her faith by putting her name on a marriage license for homosexual couples. Yeah, that's, that's she it. She won't do that. She is just simply requesting, just like for the hunting license exemption opt-out, a recommendation. Don't force me to participate in something that collides with my sincerely held religious beliefs. Something that you or I wouldn't do either. So that, that's that, and, her, and she's got a strong basis for that argument. Right. You not only have the Kentucky Religious Freedom Restoration Act, you have the First Amendment Free Exercise Clause. So where do we go from here? Well, obviously, uh, I think this judge's ruling is wrong. He gave short shrift and literally relegated the First Amendment to one single footnote. That's amazing. And yet, that was a large part of our brief. He mentioned the Religious Freedom Restoration Act one time. Doesn't even mention what it says or what it's about. Mentions it one time and moves on. And then he just finds that she's liable. So we now have to go to trial on the issue of damages and go to a jury, whether or not they're entitled to damages. We don't think they are, but that's the issue that we have to litigate. And after that, it's going to go up to a court of appeals, and from there it will go up to the U.S. Supreme Court. That's where this issue needs to be resolved. Mm -hmm. This is a very, very important case. Pray for Kim Davis. She is an incredible woman. Mm -hmm. she, is a God, she is a person who God incredibly redeemed from previous failed marriages and used her to defend God's design for marriage in the family. Right. In fact, she weeps every time when she realizes that God is using her, someone who has failed in marriage several times, to defend marriage. Yeah, and she is an amazing individual who is transformed by the Lord. And in fact, how that happened is she went to uh, the deathbed of... Um, one of her uh, mother-in-laws mm -hmm. and a uh, godly woman, and she asked Kim and the family to go to church and get her life back together just to simply satisfy that deathbed wish that evening after the mother-in-law died. She went to church, and there she heard a sermon from the book of Galatians, how God gives grace to forgive you. Mm -hmm. And she was a broken woman. She gave her life to the Lord, and she has been completely transformed. An incredible woman. Pray for Kim Davis and uh, her family. Pray for our legal team as we continue to defend her. This case certainly is not over by any means, and pray that we go back to the U.S. Supreme Court to get justice, not only for her, but for others across this country. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.